0: It was
1: some horrible, horrible people that took advantage of this young man. I don't think anyone knew what was going on.
0: That is former NHL player Chris Beach speaking with Global's Romina Dea about one of the brightest and most dedicated players that he's ever coached. It's 14-year-old Robin Janjua. Robin took his own life on February the 13th after reportedly being sextorted by unknown assailants. Now, Surrey RCMP say they are investigating whether sextortion may have played a role in this. But it's really shed new light on this issue about the importance as well about educating not just young girls about this but young men about this, young boys about this as well. Tiana Sharifi is with us now, the CEO of the Exploitation Education Institute. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Simi. First off, can you explain to us what is sextortion?
1: Yeah, sextortion is a term that we're using to define digital blackmail. So somebody using explicit photos or videos in exchange for receiving either more uh, photos or videos or in exchange, especially when it comes to the males for
0: money. Right. And most people, when they hear this, they probably, Tiana, associate this with young girls, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And it's it's interesting because when I give presentations to students, I mean, I've, even the past, I think it's been three days now, um, we've presented to over 3000 students. And when we start to talk about how sextortion is the one online sexual predation crime that is targeting the majority of the males, there is a surprise within the room, even amongst the boys themselves. And I think that really speaks to the fact that we're not normalizing um, this, especially this form of sexual predation online. And I think that even more importantly, and we need to understand this not just for the boys, but also for parents, that sextortion is not based off of gender or sexuality. These sex orders don't, you know, they're not interested in that. They're just interested in getting what they want at the end of it.
0: It's just about the money for them, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Okay, so then how are young boys being lured into this? Yeah, so essentially what we call the bait method. So they
1: think they're talking to a young attractive female and either they're on webcam watching that attractive female take off her clothes um, and and requesting him, that that boy, to do the same thing, or it's through the exchange of photos, especially on the platform Snapchat. Um, That's still where we're seeing this happen. And so the bait is that these are actually not photos or videos of the person that they're actually speaking to. It's a sex daughter on the other side of the screen who is posing and using this content um, to portray themselves as a young, attractive female.
0: And then what happens? They get blackmailed after that?
1: Yeah, so then there's a request for, you know, if it's webcam, either they request for the boy to take off his clothes as well, or if it's through an app like Snapchat, it's an exchange of photos back and forth um, mm-hmm. of explicit nature. And then they come back right afterwards and say that. I have a recording of this or I have screenshots of this and you have to pay me a few thousand dollars um, in order for me not to share it with everybody that you know.
0: Oh, How common is this, Tiana?
1: Oh, I would love to say that it's not common. Um, unfortunately, it is, it's It's become its own epidemic. Um, so we've been contracted for, to many school districts, um, just even recently, to target all of the secondary school um, students because it's it's become, I would say, since the pandemic, we've seen triple the rates of sextortion. Um, And this is being reflected in RCMP reports as well. So every detachment in every community is having concerns about young boys being targeted for sextortion.
0: What advice do you have for parents then this morning when they hear this? I would say that especially if you have a young boy,
1: um, not assuming that all types of online exploitation are gender specific um, or have to do with sexuality, understanding that boys are even more at risk because we don't normalize that they too can be victims. Their guards are down, um, and more importantly, there's a lot of shame attached to exploitation if they are victimized. And so just really emphasizing that if you have a young boy, please talk to them about, you know, what can happen online um, in an approach that is not shaming, not, you know, not something that would be a fearful tactic because we want them to feel safe and comfortable coming forward if something like this ever does
0: happen to them. All right, Tiana, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's Tiana Sharifi, who's the CEO of the Exploitation Education Institute. Good advice for parents. I know it's often hard to start that conversation, but you know what I found? Using something that you heard in the news is a great conversation starter with your teenagers uh, to bring that up and say, geez, I heard this on the news today. Is this actually happening? Have you heard of this happening with kids at your school? Because this is increasingly common. We keep hearing this from people, and it could be happening at your neighborhood school too.